Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I'm Matt Ford and you're about to hear Matt Dyson. I'm here as well. Hi there. Hi. You saying hi to me or hi to them? I'm saying hi to the listener. The okay. uh, individual who has taken the time out of their lives to download this podcast and listen to it. We, we, we appreciate it, don't we, Fordy? Genuinely do. You know, it's, a, it's wonderful to think that someone somewhere is now listening to this thinking, but that's me, I'm listening to it. And it is you we are talking to, you it's special, you, special yeah. person. Yeah. We well hope you're well, you. we hope you're doing well. We hope you're succeeding, that you're, you know, finding happiness yeah. wherever you find it. And hopefully wish, this podcast yeah. is part of that. We wish you no ill thoughts, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's not exactly positive. That's more neutral, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, I wish no you positive. I wish you actively <laughs> positive <laughs> outcomes. <laughs> okay. Dyson just, no. as long as there's, there's no nothing, trouble, nothing. the world's fine. Yeah, 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 I think it's, yeah, it's, it's positive, you know. Yeah. No ill thoughts. We've got a packed, packed Average things, and, yeah, they can happen, I suppose, yeah, but yeah. Sorry, yes, they can, but, but if you get the chance to choose uh, or wish for someone, you wouldn't wish yes, average yeah, on people, yeah. would you? I wish you something know? average would happen. No, yeah, you're right, yeah. I, I'll, t- I'll retract my statement from earlier, yeah. Good things. Okay, good things. You would wish good, actively good things for whoever it is who's listening to this podcast right now. If they haven't turned it off by this stage, <laughs> yeah. Okay, again, just stay on the whole positive thing. That probably- okay, yeah, great, yeah. What a show we've got coming up for you guys today. You're going to love it. And why are they going to love it? Well, there's loads of stuff. Yeah, there's loads of goals. There's goals galore. There's more dramatic gestures from Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, there's uh, Roy Keane is back with some more rants. There you go. I couldn't have put it better myself. Enjoy this not negative podcast. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Big drama in the championship last night with Leeds United being promoted to the Premier League after just 16 years in the championship. Try 21 guys and see how you feel. Yeah. Um, but a <laughs> just big, 16 big years. Race. Yeah. A huge race on to get that second promotion spot now between West Bromwich Albion, who lost last night, which was what promoted Leeds, and Brentford, who everyone seems to think are going to get the second spot. They're playing today against Stoke. Matt Dyson, what's the latest? Well, they have the chance to move into that second automatic promotion spot, and they appear to be blowing that chance. They're away at Stoke, and they're losing 1-0. Brentford just had a free kick they went fairly close with, but... It's looking like no one wants to take that automatic promotion spot, the second one. Everyone who's getting near it seems to fall apart with nerves. Uh, there's 10 minutes to go in this Stoke-Brentford game, but this is not... I think Brentford have won about seven or eight in a row going into this game. They were flying full of confidence. This is, uh, yeah, what you'd call a coupon buster. And, and certainly unexpected at Stoke. Let's see what happens. Uh, a, a huge day of action in the Premier League, the FA Cup and the Championship with that playoff and promotion race... Going right down to the wire. Hits a... Pr- hits a p- 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 oh, that's the power of speech. I was so excited. Hits a preview it all. It's Matt Dyson. Yes, the Premier League is now on every day of the week. You can't get away from it on your telly like the COVID briefings at the start of the pandemic, but with fake crowd noise. Maybe some canned cheering would have livened up Chris Whitty's slideshows or perhaps some audible booing when certain cabinet members took to the lectern. Uh, Because it's on every day, uh, this does mean that the Saturday three o'clock kickoff is no more. Not this season, at least. There's not one more three o'clock kickoff on a Saturday. It's all over a week tomorrow anyway. 
anyway in the Premier League. So all the excitement is really in the Championship, as we've just been discussing. You can have your, your Norwich against Burnley at half five today. We're more interested in teams on the way up rather than the Canaries heading back down that mine. Fulham alongside Brentford pushing West Brom all the way for that second automatic promotion spot. They're at home to Sheffield Wednesday. They actually have the crowd noise turned down at Craven Cottage, so it's more realistic to their normal atmosphere. Uh, Le- Leeds, as we say, have secured promotion uh, after the baggies choked at Huddersfield last night. The pilot light almost going out on their weird new boiler mascot. But no more crying on Amazon Prime Video for the fallen Yorkshire Giants. Having a camera crew around the training ground every day really seems to hamper a team's chances of going up. Just look at Sunderland. Uh, as soon as the second series of Take Us Home was canned, Bielsa's boys bounced on his bucket all the way back to the big time. Just stop <laughs> filming everyone and let them get on with it. Uh, the other huge game on Rock and Roll Football this afternoon is at three. It's the National League playoffs semi-final first leg between Yeovil Town and Barnet. The Glovers and the Bees battling it out for the right to play Boreham Wood or Halifax in the final for a place in the Football League. Arsenal play Man City in the FA Cup semi-final at 7.45 tonight. But this is the real glamour tie for your Saturday. So Rock and Roll Football is a glory hunter free zone this afternoon. Real football, real fans at the place where real music matters. Oh. It, it is rock and roll football and it's low. Am I anywhere near the end? I'm not, am I? I'm not going to be able to hold Keep this going. live. Keep going. Go, 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 go on. It's rock and roll football <laughs> and it is as always 100% live. <laughs> Oh, mate, I love the fact that towards the end you needed a bit of a pep talk just to get over the line. <laughs> I did, I did. I yeah. felt like you were running the just... London Marathon there. Go, just yeah. keep going, it's there. Keep going. I feel like West Brom or Brentford, just stumbling at the final hurdle. <laughs> Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Congratulations to Leeds United for getting promoted. This will be the only point of the show where we really discuss this. I have a lot of friends who are Leeds fans, so I'm happy for them. But you know. Yes. Yeah. I know. I am genuine. I think I, I want big teams like Leeds with proud histories to be in the top flight of uh, English football. I think it's great news. But yeah, they are still dirty Leeds. So um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not over overly uh, happy about it. But yeah, I think I think they deserved it. And it's a good thing. Don't you think? And you, Forty, well, I think you inspired them to the to the victory, to the promotion. <gasps> Having, having went along to Elland Road, I think, was that this season before we, it was, before yeah. we stopped? I went, their, yeah. I went to their centenary dinner with John Richardson and um, <laughs> some eagle-eyed people on the internet saw that I was there. <laughs> so there was like a photo got put up of Nigel Martin and Tony Yeboah and I'm in the background and someone was going, is that Matt Ford? Isn't he a Forest fan? Then I started getting abuse on social media for having been there. <laughs> but yes, perhaps my perhaps my being there kind of helped. But it was an amazing thing. They had Gary McAllister there, Strachan, Yaboa, like gods from every era of, of Leeds United history. So it was an amazing thing to be at. And Bielsa turned up in his tracksuit. So everyone else there is in like black yes, tie. That's right. And he turns yeah. up in his Macron tracksuit or capper or whatever it is they made by. He never takes it off, does he? Never takes off the, the tracksuit. It's a strange look, isn't it? Yeah, really? I don't think he had his dinner on the top of his bucket. I think he, uh, I think he was uh, at least respectful <laughs> yeah. enough not to do that. But it was incredible to be in the room with him. He is one of the best managers or coaches in the world, isn't he? So it's incredible that he's been well, in the yeah. championship, really. Yeah, he's like a legend. It's like having a real-life uh, South American legend um, in, in our midst when he's managing Leeds at the moment. And, uh, yeah, he deserves to be in the Premier League. 
He does indeed. So if you're listening and you're a Leeds fan, congratulations. They have been the best team in the league this year. The league doesn't lie. Yeah. I was amazed they didn't go up last year. It's incredible they've been out of the Premier League for 16 years. Yeah. But we can probably stop like talking say, about 40. it now. But like you say, Forty, it's not as long as us. We've been we've been down in the dumps for longer. Oh. We know real pain. <laughs> Ironically, the Yorkshireman sketch on Monty Python is a load of people trying to outdo each other about how worse their lives have been, and that's exactly what we're doing to a Yorkshire club. Try yes, twenty-one years in the right. championship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Huge drama in the championship. Leeds promoted last night. Brentford looking to get that second automatic spot. The final whistle has gone at Stoke. What's the final score? Matt Dyson. Stoke have won 1-0. This is wow. a shocking result. That's incredible. Done, they've done West Brom a massive favour after West Brom slipped off last night. And they, they are not being punished for it. Brentford, who seemed invincible, beating every single team they played since the restart, have lost at Stoke. Unbelievable. Uh, in the other game, uh, Wigan are uh, 2-1 up at Charlton in the other early kickoff in the championship. I'll tell you that, there's just been an update. So I think uh, I think there was a late equaliser for Charlton. Uh, that's what might <gasps> I thought you were going to say the Brentford game. No, no, the Brentford game, the final whistle's gone. But Charlton have got what could be uh, an important late equaliser down at the bottom, actually. If they get a point this game, I think that almost well, it makes them a little bit more safe. I think they're like three oh. points off the relegation zone because of this draw. So it's a quite a big late goal for Charlton. Thank you for yeah, the well, air Charlton. Ball, aren't the, the only things that are, that are more safe? The rainforest could be safer thanks to Hector Bellerin, who you may have remembered yeah. had said he was going to plant three thousand trees for every time Arsenal won again in this Premier League season. Incredibly, he started doing it. And not only has he pledged the money and everything, he's been planting some of the trees himself. Now, if I <laughs> promised that, there's no way I would have gone through with it. And I don't know how he picked up the 3,000, yeah. but like, it screams of a drunk promise. Like the yeah, three o'clock in the morning, go, really mate, does, we'll do it, yeah. we'll do it. Every time we win, yeah. we'll plant 3,000 trees. I'll do it myself. Uh, and then wake up in the morning yeah. going, oh, oh, what happened last night? What have so I, going, you promised to I save said. the rainforest. Yeah. I did yeah. what? <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. Would you have gone through with it? No way. It would be like it's like oh, it sounds like a great idea. Then you look into you'd look into the the cost in the cold light of day, and you'd be like, "Well, there's no way I can. No way I can be doing that. That's ridiculous." It's like when my daughter wanted horse riding lessons, and like and I was saying, "Best, yeah, fine. Of course you can have horse riding lessons. <gasps> uh, no problem. For your birthday, we'll sort it all out." And looks at the car, all the the accoutrements you have to buy: the boots, the outfit, <laughs> the saddle. It costs an absolute fortune horse riding. And then you've got to go and go and muck out at a farm every every week i'd probably have to end up doing half of that as well so that was a yeah that was a promise i broke you know, in the cold light day when you look at the costs of these things often it's just not it's just not practical is it you know and how long ago did you break that promise to the daughter that you apparently couple, love it was a couple of years a couple of years ago she still got it in the background on the back burner going yeah like when you finish your swimming lessons we'll start horse racing when horse riding when you're about 10 maybe so it's still there but i've got away with it for now I remember going, when I first got involved in politics, I, I, I can't believe, so I, I, the Nottingham Labour Party would put buses on and you'd go and campaign around the country like if there was a by-election on. And I'll never forget this. I must have been 18. We went to campaign on the West Bromwich West by-election one Saturday. And like wow. the MP at the time was like, we'll do this. We'll have a couple of beers. I was like, well, great. You know, just leaflet for a bit. Me and my mate were given this entire estate in West Bromwich. We'd never been there before. Everything was uphill. 
We were 18. Oh. It was a Saturday. We are like, sod this. Just stuffed all the leaflets in a hedge. <laughs> Went to a pub. Oh, I yes. think it was called The Huntsman on a hill in West Bromwich West. If anyone in the West Midlands knows that pub, text us on 8, 12, wow. 15 and let us know. We just spent the afternoon there. Obviously, then we had to get the coach back with all these people. And they're going, yeah, oh, how was your... Oh, it was fine. Yeah, you know, really good reception <laughs> yeah. there. And you're just like... Flew by, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surely someone's going to find these leaflets. Did uh, did they win the by-election? That's the key thing. Yes, they you did. Could have they a, did. You could have made Bailey. the difference. So, yeah, good, nice. I'd like to think that by going to the pub, whatever we said in the pub kind of helped, and then the word went out yes, there that the yeah, Huntsman was yeah, the epicentre exactly. of that campaign. Um, but if there are any broken promises you need to atone for at any point in your life, today, get them off your chest. Text us on 8 12 15. What broken promises do you need to atone for? Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Retoning for our broken promises today on Absolute Radio. Text us on 8 12 15. Promises you've broken, big and small, that you need to atone for. Oh, man, we've had one in here. It says, I promised my son a Nintendo Switch when he learned all of his times tables. It was the inspiration he needed, and he learnt them. I kept telling him there's a world shortage on Nintendo Switches <laughs> due to COVID-19. Oh, no. oh, oh it's believable. that is bleak. <laughs> it's a believable lie, isn't it? Yeah, it's fine. That's a good that one, I like so it. so bleak. You know what, I've just remembered, I don't know if I told you this before, about the um, dungeon my uncle told me he had. Not dungeon, <laughs> like an <laughs> un- underground layer. Have I told you this? <laughs> okay, what the hell? What was he? A super, oh, this superhero is... badly? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a plasterer. But he told me that, um, oh, this is so embarrassing because I believed it so late in life. So he told me when I was like primary school age that he had underneath his house, basically there was, it was just a rip-off of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but he said he had these... Huge statues made out of licorice that when you bit them, the licorice grew back and there were fountains of lemonade and stuff. And on my 11th birthday, he'd give me the code to the door and I'd be able to go and, you know, drink oh. lemonade and eat licorice. And I wasn't even bothered about licorice. I never really liked it, but I was just like, wow. No. And I couldn't wait to get to my 11th birthday. Like every year, seven, eight, nine, I was like, oh, counting it down. I remember on my 11th birthday, I was like, can I have the code? And I think he was shocked that I still believed it at 11. I was tall by that point. Oh, no. And he was like, oh, oh um, no, it's when you're 13. And I was like, oh, oh no, he's, he's been lying to me about this. Oh. But I can't believe I believed it. Well, I know it does seem unbelievable. But, you know, you were young. You were young and impressionable. You know, these things. But the fact, fact is, when you do get let down like that, that stays, stays with you to even now when you're an adult. That stayed with you, hasn't it? So you've got to be careful about breaking these promises to youngsters. Yeah. And moral of the story, I haven't spoken to him since. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Patrick van Arnholt, the Palace player who uh, dislocated his shoulder against Man United, was given oxygen and gas and air uh, on the pitch and tweeted that it made him feel woo-woo, which I think was a picture <laughs> of cocktail in the early noughties. That made yes, delicious. it was. Oh, yeah. Glass of was woo-woo. It blue? Yeah. I think was it woo-woo might blue? Have been, yeah. A part of blue woo woo. Probably was. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what was he in was woo-woo. feeling a little woo. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know what was in it. I don't think I've ever had a woo woo, to be honest. Uh, um, if you were, if I, you're I, a, have, I have had gas and air, though. <laughs> what was it like? 
oh, well, when we're having our first child, the one I lied to about having um, horse riding lessons later in her life, uh, Katie was in the in the birthing pool because we were going to have it in a pool, but it didn't work out in the end. The labour's a long time, and I thought when when the gas and air comes along, I'm definitely going to have a have a honk on that, see what it's like. And, it's, uh, and Patrick Van Arnholt is right. It is. It makes you feel a bit woo woo. You just feel a bit out there for a bit. I thought, you know, I'm going to be here for hours. I might as well have like a five, ten minutes where I'm just out of it and then I'll be back in the room for the rest of the night uh, and uh, it'll be fine. I'll put it back together. The worst thing, though, was Katie's mum was also there. So it was just Katie in, in a pool and uh, and my my mother-in-law as I um, got a bit woo-woo got on high. gas and air. <laughs> yeah, basically. Into yeah. Afro, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it did feel a bit irresponsible. And it sort of felt a bit... I imagine it's what that laughing gas that all the kids do nowadays when they leave the, the canisters everywhere. I imagine it's what that sort of feels like, but I don't know. Well, I had laughing gas as an um, uh, well anaesthetic. I had a, I had, oh, did I had you? An anaesthetic when I was in um, a dentist. Yeah, no, 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 no. When I had an operation on my legs, so I had a really odd thing when I was fifteen. I kind of got a cyst on my leg that got really big and needed mm-hmm. operating on, but they had to basically cut a hole in the side of my leg and then it had to be packed with the dressing so that it healed from the inside out rather than closed over and leaving a cavity. Wow. So every day I was in hospital and they would basically wheel in a canister of laughing gas and I would just have to suck on that until the, <laughs> the thing was over. And it was really odd because I could feel the pain but it didn't distress me. But, I mean, I laugh at anything anyway. This was off the <laughs> scale. I was laughing and I was hallucinating. But the problem is if I wow. laugh a lot, um, uh, how do I put this? Wind happens, oh, and the no. poor old of doctor, course, because yeah. the operation was on my knee, was kind of leaning over, and yeah. um, well, he kind of, he oh, kind of <laughs> was downwind. My mum gave this me such a telling off. Was... I was, I was on laughing gas. <laughs> I was on laughing gas. I was off my head. I, I can't be held accountable exactly. for my behaviour. This was during the scratch and sniff era as well, wasn't it? Of course, <laughs> yeah, it was. we heard about it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So you were one of the best nicknames yeah. I've ever had. Um, <laughs> if you are a mixologist or a cocktail barman or cocktail barwoman uh, and know what's in a woo woo, do let us know. Put us out of our misery. Matt, Matt, and you, rock and roll football. So we've got an answer. A woo-woo, uh, according mm. to Katie in Greys, is peach schnapps, vodka and cranberry juice. So it's not blue. So what was I drinking? Wow. No. Yeah, it's red, apparently, according to Nicole Wilson on Twitter. Um, you Were you drinking one of those blue dogs in Cucamaras back in Nottingham? <laughs> <laughs> you know what that I was place? thinking of? Because <laughs> that's the only time I ever drank cocktails there. <laughs> well, Templars I was thinking of. Oh, Templars. Remember that? Nice. Yeah, This I is do, hyper-local yeah. Nottingham bands, but there used to be a bar <laughs> in Nottingham called Templars. That It called itself a cocktail bar, but it wasn't posh. All they sold was cocktails in huge pitchers. Like oh, it yeah, was a, yeah, it was a, of cocktail, yeah. It wasn't like, at least, usually cocktail bars pretend to be slightly more upmarket now that they go, we'll go to a cocktail bar, and it'll either be, it'll have that kind of salsa vibe, like Kukamara's did, yeah. or it'll be just slightly yeah, upmarket. Yeah. This place was an absolute den, and all it sold was just <laughs> huge pitchers. I think I just was always just like, oh, I'll have a blue one. It tasted yeah. so sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah, grim. And then the uh, that was around the time the uh, Revolution Vodka Bar was all the rage, wasn't it? Everyone trying, oh, let's try some refresher-flavoured vodka and let, get a little tray of vodkas. Oh, messy times. But what someone would always do without fail was put a chilli vodka in there. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. You had they tell you try you that to... one, and you're like, why? This is just bullying my mouth. <laughs> you might as well just said, oh, we've got, I've, I've, got, I've got a round in. Foster's calling, and you can just have a glass of broken glass. How's that, mate? Oh, yeah, it's great. It's my birthday. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. The three o'clock kickoffs are just underway, and already we've got a double air horn. <laughs> Matt Dyson, what's yes. the latest from the crazy world of football? In fact, making a triple, making a triple. There's no way the goal's going in. He's having a woo-woo. Two or <laughs> two already at Ewood Park. Blackburn went one up three minutes in against Reading. Ben Brereton with the goal, former Forest striker. And then Adam Armstrong got the second six minutes in. They're beating Reading 2-0. Uh, and Cardiff, who are really on the hunt to get into the uh, playoff action, have gone 1-0 up against Middlesbrough. Uh, so it's a big goal, early doors for Cardiff, possibly securing that, that sixth playoff place for them. Thrilling stuff already, and it's only five past three. Now, Glenn Johnson revealed this week that Jose Mourinho once tore his contract up in front of his face. It's all this incredible story where he says yeah. <laughs> Mourinho wouldn't let him leave Chelsea, then changed his mind and said he could, and then changed his mind back, and, and Johnson had done a deal elsewhere, and Mourinho tore the contract up in his face. It's just awful. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so unnecessary, isn't it? They must have had some sort of falling out leading up to this for such a such a dramatic gesture. But you can't toy with a man's freedom in that way. Marino's like some wayward prison ward and drunk on power. Like, it's awful. That's like Shawshank-level stuff. You can't muck about yeah. with him. I'd be, I mean, I would never... I mean, we haven't had jobs where you... Most people don't have jobs where you have a literal contract negotiation that you sign at the end. I mean, imagine doing yeah. that in a normal job, going, yeah, well, stuff your contract. Oh, sorry, was that the, was that the signed one? Sorry, I, I thought that was the copy. Um, can you do that again? Because, no, it was a joke. It's backfired. No, of course, yeah. I don't want to tear up the contract. Yeah. It'd be a nightmare. Oh, yeah, or and setting like, fire. They, they always, in films, they always set fire to important bits of paper and then stick them in the grate where the fire is and just leave them to burn. I think if you tried that, it probably wouldn't burn all the evidence. Anyway, whatever, you, whatever it is you're burning. But yeah, it's, it's such an overly dramatic gesture. Yeah, have you ever, if you ever had, like, a film-level strop or seen one? <laughs> no, not, not, not that, not that sort of Hollywood diva-style stuff. Yes, um, yes. That, I mean, no, I, I, I mean, no, I've never had a strop of that level, certainly. Um, I would never rip up a contract either. Um, I mean, I just, you know, it's just bizarre. Have you? I saw a really good Hollywood-level strop where I was working on a telly show that will remain unnamed, and one of the people involved had a strop during a meeting, threw all their papers in the bin, and then marched out and like slammed the door behind them but they went down the wrong corridor and instead of going for the corridor that led to the exit they walked down this corridor that was basically a blind alley that all it had in it was a toilet so they were just stuck behind this door oh my god and obviously didn't want to immediately come out so then everyone knew they were stuck as well well yeah everyone's (laughs) like you've gone down you've basically gone down a dead end so you just there'd be a door and then all there was beyond that was a toilet so they just waited in there for half an hour and then just slipped back in (laughs) <laughs> so like you just you'd have been better off oh. coming back out going Ugh, and then going out of the real door and then just oh, yeah, I don't know, slam the threat door or something. yeah yeah so if you've ever if you've ever seen or had a hollywood level strop tell us about it kicking you into shape it's the rock and roll football podcast 
The Rock and Roll Train by ACDC, which presumably is less fun these days due to social distancing. You won't be able to party in the buffet car of the rock and roll train these days. No. Sit opposite no. ends with the windows open and facing... And you just have to face off, the yeah. wall. You'd be gutted if this was the one weekend you were getting the rock and roll train. That's <laughs> ah, not what it used to be, is it, thanks to COVID? Anyway, we need the air horn, because we've got some red-hot goal action. Matt Dyson. We do indeed. Uh, an important goal for Fulham. Neeskins Cabano has scored. Uh, they're 1-0 up against Sheffield Wednesday, which means that Fulham, if it stays like this, would go up to 80 points in third. Brentford would be on 81. West Brom would be on 82. I mean, it would go right down to the wire then. Uh, this last, this second promotion automatic spot would be very exciting. So Fulham 1-0 up. And there's been one more goal to tell you about as well. <gasps> Reading have got a goal back. John Swift has scored their losing 2-1 at Blackburn. Loads of goals in that game. The problem with this race for second place is obviously we're going to have to, hopefully, Forrest just need a point from our remaining two games to, to qualify for the playoffs. We have to pay one of these teams and West Brom, know, Brentford yeah. and Fulham <laughs> all absolutely terrify me. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think I think West Brom, I sort of favour them because they, they've looked like they should have got it for the whole, the whole season. And then to mess up at the last minute will affect their confidence. And I surely think that they would be maybe one of the better teams to play. Uh, but Fulham, Brentford and West Brom are all very but good. if we're I going mean, up, we're going to have to play two of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can have to just, play two of them. You know what? It's just like they feel like the older boys. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like they feel taller and stronger. The bigger boys like, picking on us. Oh, yeah, it's not fair. Play is the it? older it's boys fair. give us a ball back. Oh, Our squad isn't this. tall enough to cope with it. It doesn't feel fair. No, I don't make us play them. They're better than us. Come on. Yeah, I had one, one West Brom. Someone who was, I think, it was a West Brom pundit on the radio the other day saying how if they do miss out on automatic promotion, then and they get the playoffs, it's great because they've just got another chance. So like they they look trying to look at it positive, going, yeah, we've got two chances of going up. One automatic if we don't do that we'll go up via the playoffs we've just got another chance it's just a real positive way of looking at it but if you miss out oh, if they God. miss out now they'll be so negative come on we both know that people from West Bromwich are not going to they'll be oh no I can't believe exactly. it exactly yeah we were on the flink of going up automatic and we're going to go through the playoffs and Fulham and Massive and Brentford are good at all you're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast we're delighted that Roy Keane is here, sort of, in spirit. I will be channeling Roy, where he can rant about anything you like. So text us on 8.12.15. What would you like Roy Keane to rant about? It can be anything, big or small, trivial, whatever. Um, text us now, 8.12.15. Uh, Dyson has a few in front of him, so I'm going to go into yeah. a catatonic state and channel the spirit of Roy Keane. Channel Roy? Great, yeah, okay. Are you there, Roy? Uh, Roy, firstly, we have uh, someone called Cosby getting in touch, wanting to know uh, what you think of the eating of savoury dishes other than soup with a spoon. I don't understand it. What, I don't, what's the animals? Why, why, why would you eat any savoury... Uh, what, what, what would it be? I can't well, even maybe, think uh, of one. So I don't know, like a, a rice dish. What, like a chips, like a plate shit. of chips with a spoon? You talk, you're telling me that you're talking about, you're talking about dishes that usually require to logic and evolution, a knife and a fork, and they're sat there eating a steak with a spoon. Well, good luck with that, by the way, because you need a proper steak knife. A normal knife won't cut a steak. You know, the amount of times you go out for a steak and they give you a normal knife, 
You think, well, there's even a thing called a steak knife. That's a well-known thing. Imagine eating that with a spoon. That's stupid. You might as well try and do surgery with a, with a point glass. You know, you can't do it. This is nonsense. And the people that are doing it, I'll tell you who it is. It's hipsters. It's people who live in places like Shoreditch and that. And they're, they're showing off. You know, they'll serve you your, your, your gravy in a boot. And they'll, they'll make you eat, you know, solid food, chips with a spoon. And I can't be doing it because they're showing off. <laughs> Okay. I won't tolerate right. it um, anymore. <laughs> okay. Okay. Roy, while we've got you here, uh, Chris Holton was asking for your thoughts on a very popular fashion trend at the moment uh, socks and sliders. What's a slider now? It's like a, it's like a flip flop, but um, not. Oh, what, socks with sandals? Yeah. Well, like a socks well, with sandals. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you've been well, saying that's yeah. not even a quite. What are they walking around like Lib Dems or something? I'm not having it. No, no, no. You get look if you're wearing. I don't like column sliders anyway. I never knew that was a term. So they're just flip flops. The whole point of a flip flop is that you don't wear a sock with it because then you you you're negating the impact of having your foot open to the open air. The whole point of the flip flop is that you just kick it off and you go in the pool or the beach or the sand or whatever. You've got to take off your socks. Well, you might as well Wellington boots then. Because you're mucking about with the system, aren't you? And if you think you're a big man, by the way, on the beach with your sliders and your socks, I'll fight you any time, anywhere, by the way. Anyone I see doing that? A zero tolerance on it. <laughs> okay. And uh, just what, another one uh, from Jay Fitz. Just wants to know your thoughts. I'm really annoyed, by the on... way. I don't know what's going on out there. <laughs> Sorry, we, we're not helping, are we? But uh, Jay Fitz oh. just, you know, just wants to know your thoughts on Morrissey. That's all. Just what you think about Morrissey. Neil? Or, or the guy from the Smiths. The, the guy from the Smiths, I presume. Right, yeah, because they both uh, not got any time for either of them, to be quite honest. But uh, <laughs> Neil Morrison was good in line of duty. You know, I, I was never a big fan of men behaving badly because I didn't think they behaved that no. bad. I, I'd have done them under the Trade Descriptions Act. It was just a couple of Muppets mucking about. That's what they should have been called. You know, or one of them's got long hair and he likes to drink lager. Well, big deal. I used to knock about with proper hard men behaving badly. Come on. None of them ended up in a small claims court, did they? Uh, let alone the Crown Court. So they can't have been behaving that bad. Now, as for Morrissey from the Smiths, the guy's gone crazy. You know, I don't mind a bit of the music. You know, he's got a good voice and that. It grates on you after a while. I can't listen to too many of his songs back to back, like. But he's gone crackers now with all his politics and that, and he's running his mouth about all sorts of stuff. I, I just think he's strange. And you know what? Once you start to get to that sort of age, and you know, he's, he, he's slightly just come off the boil a bit. I think he always looked quite iconic. You know, I quite like the quiff, the rockabilly yeah. look that he had. With the big eyebrows yeah. and that. But he's put on too much weight to be wearing the shirts that he wears. He looks like a burst couch when he's on stage now. He looks like a bloke who's gone out drinking after a day at the office and then just wandered on stage. You know, people are paid to look at you, man. I can't be doing with Always it. ranting as well, isn't he? Always ranting. <laughs> oh, well, if he wants to go toe-to-toe on that or, or anything, I'd have him on anything. And I'd have you as well, by the way. Sat there okay, cackling, sorry. putting these questions to me. Sorry, Who sorry Mr. King. <laughs> right, well, you need to just think about yourself for a wee while because you get a wee bit cocky on these exchanges now. Okay, sorry, just Mr. Be careful. King. Right, okay, apology accepted. Well, if you'd like me to rant about anything else in the show, text me on 81215, okay? Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. The closing stages of these first halves have exploded into action. We've got a triple air horn situation. It's gone go crazy. Matt Dyson. 
Suddenly, yeah, just before half-time, Mitrovic has got his second of the afternoon for Fulham oh. from the penalty spot. They're battering Sheffield Wednesday uh, 3-0 and flying in that game. Uh, QPR beating uh, Mill half-time. Gone one up against Birmingham through Patrick Bauer, and we're going to need one more air horn because they've all realised the half-time whistle <gasps> is about to go, and they, they need to start scoring in the championship. Bristol City uh, are losing 1-0 at Swansea. Connor Roberts with the goal. Oh, my word. It's gone, It's like a firework display at the end of that first half. Yeah. Goal's going in everywhere. Ooh, ah, they're so wonderful. What the hell was that? That was Is me that watching you do firework displays? displays. Yeah, you go, ooh, ah, look at them. That's what everyone does at fireworks displays. So do you watch firework displays in the 1800s? <laughs> Why, what was the, you oh, oh, aren't they wonderful your fireworks are simply <laughs> splendid Mr Wizzy Pop Matt, Matt and you Rock and Roll Football over the last few weeks we've been telling you about footballers doing good during the coronavirus crisis Cristiano Ronaldo has done a number of good deeds and this week he sent a load of signed shirts to a, a team of Cuban medics who've been deployed in Turin to help the fight against coronavirus. And various newspapers have had the photos of these uh, very grateful Cuban medics holding up these signed Ronaldo shirts. Um, would you be happy getting one, Matt? I'd, I'd love to have a signed Ronaldo shirt, yeah. He loves it. He, he's always buying loads of stuff. Did he get like a... Didn't get, when he got sent off the other week, didn't he have to buy all his um, Juventus teammates MacBooks? He's always going oh, out buying about yes. 30 of things. Do you think he gets like a bulk discount somewhere? I mean, he never, never buys less than 30 products when he goes on a spending spree. Yeah, it does feel like a guy who's sold... He's basically the new Elton John, isn't he? Like, he buys, he buys like, 30 of everything. It's just, like, stockpiling yeah. stuff. I don't know whether he's stockpiling stuff with the intent to sell it, and then when he does something bad, it eats into his core stock. It's like Del Boy's house. You've just got boxes everywhere at different like, yeah, yeah. Black boxes, X boxes. If he gets into an argument, he's like, just take some off the top shelf. Yeah, whatever you like. Xbox, yeah. signed shirt, whatever. Say, help yourself, help yourself. Maybe it's his plan for retirement. I don't know. You know. When he's finished playing the game, he's not going to go into management. He'll just start running a little market store, you know, selling, selling tech. <laughs> I wonder, I mean, he's sending these medics signed shirts. It's a lovely thing. It's not the egotistical gift, isn't it? Like, yeah, what could they need yeah, more than a signed yeah. shirt? You me? all love me. You all love me. So here's a thank you. Well, yeah, do some PPE. I bet, you know what? I bet at least half of those shirts will end up being torn up and turned into face masks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be nice. But actually, that's what we'll get. I mean, the thing is, as well, it's a lovely gift, but not everyone in that room is going to be a fan of Ronaldo. They might have a different favourite no. player. All they sent them was Ronaldo shirts. It wasn't any other player, just all Ronaldo. No. Yeah, so any yeah. of them were like, oh, could I get a Paolo Diablo one? Sorry. Just, no, I, <laughs> Ronaldo's good. Yeah. Well, of course he's the best. Mm. It's not Matt who's the best, is it? I just really like Diablo, and I just... Any chance? Yeah. I come all the way from Cuba, if a, mate. If the... <laughs> Because if there's 35 of them, you know, there's a whole squad there, isn't there? So you might as well just put every member of the squad's name on the shirt. But not Cristiano. Oh, no. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. The second halves are just underway and it's already time for an air horn. Yes, goals already. Matt Dyson. 
Cardiff looking good for that sixth place spot in the ah. championship table. The final playoff place. Uh, they're now 2-0 up at Middlesbrough. Josh Murphy has scored straight after the start of the second half. I'm so scared of everyone now. Cardiff, <laughs> Fulham, no, Brentford, West scared. Brom. I'm not but scared Do you think anyone's Cardiff. scared of us? I think we can beat any of those teams, to be honest. We're very tight defensively. Teams are going to be scared of us, Fordy. Come on, these yeah, teams, yeah, especially yeah. the ones that just miss out on automatic, they're going to be so deflated. Yeah. And they're going, oh, no, we've got to face Forest, and they don't concede many goals. Oh, no. And we beat uh, Leeds a few weeks, a couple of months. Exactly, ago. yeah. We, you know, we should be scared of anyone. champions. No, that's right. Yeah. And if any of them are listening, yeah, if you're like Brentford yeah. or Fulham, <laughs> yeah. we're going to batter you, yeah? We're coming for we're you, just, yeah. yeah. We're going to batter you, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, one person who won't be... Well, he might batter his potatoes. Erling Haaland, oh, the teenage yeah. wonder kid who is the son of Alfinger Haaland. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. talking about it. But like the He's British amazing, press are obsessed with this guy. He's only 19. Yeah. <laughs> but this summer, now that the season's over in Germany, he's going to be working on a potato farm. And he tweeted a picture <laughs> of himself on a tractor. I mean, what? Yeah. The guy's like a superstar footballer. What is he doing? Is it punishment? Because he because he, he got chucked out of a nightclub when he went back to Norway. I think after the end of the season, and I don't know whether this is like is this Alfie, his dad, just saying right, you know, I'm going to sort you out. I don't need to get carried away, become uh, you know Johnny Big Boy. I want you to uh, go back to <laughs> go back <laughs> to your roots. Literally, different bit of people walking into that. Go back to your roots, um, your, your, your roots vegetables, and, uh, and uh, pick some potatoes. I think it'll keep him grounded. And if that is Alfie's doing, I think it's great parenting. Yeah, or if it's the club, like this is this is Soviet Union level admonishment, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? This is not. I don't think a club can. Get fined money or like you get suspended or, or whatever. You can't be like hard labour. Come like, yeah, second yellow in as many months, mate. I'm sorry, it's off to the gulag. You've just got to go break yeah. your ops for three months. <laughs> I would never, I wouldn't be up to doing three months hard labour on a potato farm. I think I'd end up eating no. a stock. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I imagine it. So many different ways you can cook potato. You'd have a field day, wouldn't you? But yeah, it's I mean, almost like the sort well, of. Of course, you'd have a potato field day. Yeah, yeah, you'd have a field day. Be... But I mean, yeah, I, I, think it, I think it will do him some good, I hope. Um, but, you know, it's a strange, strange old thing. It's just weird seeing, like, a superstar have a summer job. Did you have many summer yeah. jobs when you were growing up? Oh, it's a picture of him topless on a tractor, isn't it? It's amazing. Uh, I, well, I had summer jobs. Amazing. Well, I mainly worked in Asda. I worked in supermarkets. I worked in a call centre. One summer I did have a job um, when my mum was working at a school. Uh, she found out they needed a couple... They needed a little job of... a. Uh, um, the person uh, in science lessons who sets up the uh, the classroom before the kids go in. Oh, the kind so of tech. Like the, la- the lab technician. So I got to wear the lab coat and everything and just no like, hang around way. in his back room and set up experiments. It lasted like a couple of months. It was amazing. How old were you? I was about uh, 18, 19, something like that. But I was like, because you're not quite a teacher. That. You're not quite a teacher, but you're like you're, you're like the assistant to the teacher. So I, I, I commanded some respect, <laughs> like <know>. Gareth Keenan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I had my own little room where me and the other lab technicians would sit, and then we'd just sneak into classrooms, set everything up, and then get out. So that, that was did, quite that weird. With the, not... with the greatest of respect, to ask this question: Did you know what you were doing? 
<laughs> no, no, not really. No, they just said, "Oh, yeah." But I think it's quite, quite simple that you set up a a tripod. Mate, what you're dealing with chemicals <laughs> and gas? <laughs> you got like a. I know how to use a Bunsen burner. I'll be fine. Yeah, sticky gauze on it. You're laughing, mate. I can't believe these children's health and safety. I mean, this is pre all health know, and safety actually, checks, right. I presume, and, and criminal yeah, records. This is a good right. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I, wasn't believe the CRB just, checked. I can't believe <laughs> that is such a dangerous thing. No, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I suppose it is. Yeah. Because, um, but no, someone told me how to do it and I'd just do it, you know. So it's almost. And did like anything ever go wrong? No, there were, there were no uh, dramatic uh, mistakes, I don't think. Okay, but some smaller ones. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah, no, no dramatic. I mean, serious, a couple of people fine. lost an eye, but, you know, it's nothing that I glass mean, can't sort they out. Never, they never invited me back when my stint came to an end, but that was fine. I didn't want to go I back. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you caused utter carnage. What school was it at? It was Bramcote Park, because my mum used to work there years ago. And uh, yeah, I, niche, I, I, it seems bizarre that uh, it is very niche in Nottingham, very niche reference. But uh, like, it seems bizarre that they would just get anyone off the street to come in and uh, and uh, and be a lab technician. Yeah, or worse, you. Yeah, yeah exactly. us, if you were ever around the Nottinghamshire area about 20 years ago and anything went wrong in a science experiment, do text us eight twelve fifteen because I think we found the culprit. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, it gives me great pleasure and a great honour to announce that right here at half past four, we're in a triple air horn situation. <laughs> your neighbours are going to be livid with a racket coming out of your radio. But Matt Dyson, where are these goals from? Two in four minutes for Reading. They were losing 3-1 at uh, Blackburn, but now it's 3-all. The equaliser coming from Yaku Mate. Uh, yes, Mate. He's done it yes, again. He's Mate. scored a lot of goals, hasn't he? He's doing very well. And it, it's raining goals at QPR. It was 2-1. It's now 3-2 QPR against Millwall. Just so many goals going in. All of a sudden oh. in the championship. Thrilling end to this championship season and these three o'clock kickoffs. We can now hand over to Jim White in the My Sports News Centre. Thanks very much, Matt and Matt. Welcome to the My Sports News Centre. Don't forget, you can tweet us your personal sports news at RR Football. Rebecca Leesk has taken her first steps after foot surgery 10 weeks ago. She doesn't recall it being this painful when she learnt to walk. 56 years ago. Rebecca made a statement saying the feeling was mega ouchie. Uh, which I, I said, I'm guessing, I, I'm not up with the with the youth, and the, although it sounds like Rebecca's 56, so I'm not sure how young she is, but uh, she's probably young at heart. Um, mega ouchie. Natalie, is, is that a phrase you know and indeed use? Yeah, it's a phrase I use all the time when I'm on the streets. Yeah, that's uh, modern slang, Jim. Uh, elsewhere this afternoon, after the success of making homemade Yorkshire puddings, at Monster Coffee on Twitter has taken the next step to a veggie toad in the hole. When asked to describe the dish, uh, Monster Coffee said it was epic. Lots of modern phrases on today's My Sports News. Epic, major, mega ouchie. Yeah. I'm going to have to go and read some sort of urban dictionary, although, in fact, don't read urban dictionary because a lot of those <laughs> definitions will be filth. 
Another cooking achievement <laughs> at Wushel97 has cooked their first ever omelette and is now addicted. Well, I got to say, Wushel, I only got into omelettes about this time last year. Fantastic. Really? I, I feel really ashamed, oh, I've got great, to say, right. Michelle, of my attitude towards the omelette community pre 2019. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, staying with food, Deborah Jones hasn't eaten any crisps this week, uh, but it's not clear if that includes Doritos, veg crisps, or maize-based snacks. So we do need some more information, perhaps. I mean, maize-based snacks are crisps in anyone's book. I know there are modern definitions all over the place now. In fact, don't yeah, type yeah. maize-based snacks into the Urban Dictionary because no. it'd probably be absolutely <laughs> filled. God knows what a Dorito is to those guys. <laughs> um, but I think, I think, wouldn't you say, Karen, that, that, that a maize-based snack is a crisp? Yeah, they're, they're mega ouchy. They certainly are, yeah. And finally, breaking news, James Newcomb was hit in the chest by a cricket ball this week. Uh, James says he didn't suffer any injuries, but says that it did hurt. Not clear whether that was uh, while playing cricket or whether he was just the victim of a a ball-wielding vigilante. Do not type ball-wielding vigilante into Urban Dictionary. It will be absolutely... Felt. That's all we got time for this week on My Sports News. Tweet us at Aaron Air Football. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. A thrilling end to these games. We've got another triple air horn. <laughs> Matt Dyson makes sense of this world we call Earth. <laughs> a huge goal down the bottom of the championship in a proper relegation six-pointer. It could be anyway. Uh, Luton have scored with five minutes to go because Engeluar-Luar against Hull. Uh, so they're both in the bottom three, but Luton have now moved up to 48 points level with Charlton, who drew earlier, who are just above the bottom three. So it's not uh, done and dusted yet uh, for Luton. Uh, Cardiff have got a third. Josh Murphy scoring their 3 up at Middlesbrough. Sheffield Wednesday have got another goal back, so f- they're losing 4-2 at Fulham at the moment. Roy Keane is here. You've been texting all afternoon uh, things you'd like him to rant about and Matt Dyson is going to put uh, one or two of those subjects to him now. Yes, uh, if you're just going to channel Roy, Gaz in Denby in yeah. Wales uh, wants to know Roy's opinion on the term season instead of series for television programmes. Oh, I hate it. And I hate it when you hear people over here doing it in Ireland or Britain because it's always been series here. You say, oh, it's the first series, the second series. You know, Alan Partridge isn't asking for a second season, is he? You know, in in that famous scene, he says, give me a second series. You know, not give me a second season. And uh, let's be honest, well, there's only five seasons. Autumn, winter, spring, summer, football. (laughs) They're the only seasons you have. No one's out there saying, oh, I need a new wardrobe for my Breaking Bad season. You know, it doesn't exist, does it? you have to go along with the seasons because the product of nature and look the Americans can do what they want and they always will by the way if you haven't figured out how the world works but it's when I get British and Irish people saying it go oh, it's a second season you know you don't have this on EastEnders I mean that never have to tell you anyway but you wouldn't do that because you wouldn't say oh line of duties and it's third season you say series because that's that's the word you know and if we start saying season then we're saying sidewalk i know those other city words yeah you know, i mean mm. you know they're just making mm. it up to annoy us like you know that's why they're doing it so why are you going on with the game it's a mind game they're winning they're beating you you know they're making you you're not a man anymore if you start using words like that you've emasculated yourself you're a husk of an individual and why would you want to live like that 
Yeah, hey? fair enough. I'm talking to you, by the way, Matt Dyson. I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. That's fair enough. Staying with uh, unusual words, uh, Martin McKee wants to know what you think about the people using the word staycation wrongly. Oh, uh, don't, don't, use, don't use words like that. Anyway, the, the only way you can use that is wrongly, right? You go on a, you go on a holiday wherever you go. The idea that if you go to Skegness, it's not a holiday. It's a stay holiday or whatever the silly word is. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. It had to end like this. In a quadruple air horn. <laughs> Dyson, what's happening? Blackburn have got what looks like a late winner. They're 4-3 up now against Reading. Fulham 4-3 up against Sheffield Wednesday, who've just got a goal back. Preston have got a second. They're beating Birmingham 2-0. Uh, and in the Barnet-Yeovil game, in the uh, eliminator for the playoffs. Uh, sorry, Fulham have just got a fifth. It's goals galore. Wow. Uh, Barnet have got a second. They're beating Yeovil 2-0. Thank Absolutely, you. Kevin. Goal, a day of late goals. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, we should tell you something. Today is the last day of our producer, Daisy Knight, working on the show. She's always worked on the show with us, and uh, she's leaving us um, today to go on to other things. Um, but the show would not have been the same without her, um, and she's been a huge part of making this show uh, as enjoyable as hopefully you find it. And um, I think I've just and got we're really going to miss her. Dyson. We're oh, going to really miss her. I know. Um, that said, you know, next week we'll be slagging her off behind her back. So uh, we have to say thank you to her. We were contractually obliged. We've now fulfilled that and we can go. We can now carry on with our lives uh, being as disrespectful as we always were. Um, so thank you for listening. Um, and uh, tweet us during the week at R&R Football. If there's anything you would like to hear, Roy Keane rant about next week. We'll see you next Saturday. Well, welcome to the back end of this pantomime horse, this audio pantomime horse. We are the the back end. I've run out of steam on that very, very quickly. But thank you so much for downloading it. It means a great deal that you listen to this um, because obviously we do a live show on Saturdays and it's lovely that whether you can't listen on a Saturday or whatever, you take the time to, to appreciate it in retrospect. I think you're more sophisticated for doing that. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, no, none of the music, just the stripped back version, just pure, pure links. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Forty. It's the, it's the, it's the unadulterated. I think Links Pure was football. one of their aerospace sprays. Oh <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been actually for a while. One of those limited edition ones. Yeah. I still. I mean, I really loved Atlantis. I loved Africa, oh, but really? Links Atlantis I thought was Africa, just a yeah. bit more sophisticated. Links Africa is very sweet and a lovely smell, but Links Atlantis just had a bit. I don't know. I think it reminds me of being in year eight. A bit more depth. Specific. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. just thought it was a bit more on the palette, that it was just. Yeah. It was a more yeah, complex yeah. vibe. And you can't get it anymore, that one, can you? Or can you? No, I've Atlantis? Googled it. I think I think in the rest of the yeah. world, the links is called Tusk. <laughs> oh, yes, it is in Europe. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, like when you go to, when you go on holiday and you see it exactly the same. Oh, Axe, I think it was in France it was called Axe. Axe, that was it, Axe, not Tusk. Axe, Sorry, it was yeah, Axe. yeah, 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 Axe for men. The Axe Effect. That's quite a good advertising slogan, is it? The Axe Effect. Yeah, it sounds brutal, thought. doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it sounds horrible, yeah. It makes yeah. you sound like a threat. Yeah, I can see why we changed it, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad we went with links. So, um, well, if any of you do, do tweet us if you found some uh, links Atlantis or if you know where we can get the Axe version, 
uh, at Real Dysonator, <laughs> at Matt Ford. Send at it in, yeah. R&R Football, yeah, let us know. Have a great week. If you've got a spare second, and I think you might have, they're all there, do leave us an iTunes review. It just helps other people find the show. And it's, you know, it's, it, I would say it's a small reward for the hard work we put into this. The graft that goes into this. The graft behind the craft. Exactly, yeah. So thank you. I've lost you by the sounds of things, Dyson. Exactly. No, exactly. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I think it's my connection. But uh, yeah, I was just saying thanks in advance for doing that, which you will now. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. And indeed, goodbye. Rock and roll football. Podcast done.